All right, welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Crucial Conversations. It is Friday. I am with my friend Jamal. First of all, Jamal, happy birthday, my friend. Oh, man, I appreciate it, my brother. 30. 30 years old. 30. <laughs> you, know, you know, everybody who wished me a happy birthday, I appreciate y'all. And everybody who, you know, gave a little something to the ibuprofen fund, I definitely appreciate you. Ibuprofen fund? Ibuprofen fund, baby. And what is that? You know, it's money to buy ibuprofen. A lot of the, you know, a lot of that money goes because, you know, the, the aches and the pain feel when you wake up. Brother, I did not know that that was a serious thing. This is I, a joke. This is, I'm just joking. I, oh, I thought you meant there was seriously a fund out there like to help people buy ibuprofen. You're just uh, making fun of the fact that you're 30. Yeah. You don't even know. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you this. When I turned 35 and I'm older than that, that was when all of a sudden, that was when I tore out my knee. And a friend of mine was like, dude, did you even warm up? And I looked at him crazy. I'm like, who warms up before lifting weights? Yeah. And uh, so enjoy because you think things. Oh, no, are, mm. my, my warm up game is strong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now it is. I can't even, um, I can barely walk all day without uh, feeling some kind of something. So this. this oh, this, don't even. No. So this 30 year, this 30 year old body is uh, going to go under some renovation um, coming up here. So we're going we gonna, to uh, make it do some things that it probably doesn't want to do so we can yeah. help for a little bit longer. Well, let's dig into the fact that we're talking about the body, but on the phone yesterday we were talking about the mind and the spirit. And uh, I, I think that was one of the things we decided on uh, today is that, um, full disclosure, Jamal uh, called and he wasn't having the best of days and, uh, and well, you can take it from there. We we're just wanting to stay positive. Like, again, it was one of those things, like we started this podcast cause we get into these conversations and we're like, we should record these and, and we have now, but, uh, the world's starting to beat us up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you start with the importance of friendship and having people that you can talk to, um, and talk things out with, uh, yeah, because you 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 ride the highs and lows of life sometimes, and the the thing that gets you back sometimes is just talking to someone who can actually understand. And it wasn't that like Don gave me a million dollars. I mean, you can if you want to, but you know he he didn't uh, yesterday. But uh, it made me like our conversation made lift uplifted my spirit to the point to where it allowed me to put in work on the back end of my day and just, and just having that. And I think a, a lot of times we take for granted um, how impactful friendships and words can be. Well, let me go a level deeper. Cause I, like I, I'm going to be pretty transparent on this. Uh, I think men in general need that conversation partner. You know, Alicia gets concerned every now and then because, and I'm not saying this for sympathy, but I really don't have many friends and I've done that on my own because my best friend, I'm married to her. And so I don't really have time for a lot of other friends. Right. But it is important every now and then bond and be able to, but at the same time, like here locally, I'm just not a, you know, I'm not a guy that wants to go out and like go to the bars and watch sports. I just, I'm kind of boring like that. So right. your friendship has been valuable because even though you live in a, a state that is warm and nice, that I probably should visit more often, but our conversations are, are, are good to have because 
I get stressed out and we're a good fit because you have a fairly high profile, fairly stressful position. And so do I. And sometimes it's just every good every now and then to go, all right, let me call somebody that understands not to necessarily whine the whole time, but just to get a moment of perspective. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think, I think as I, I'm much like you, as it relates to just not having a lot of people around. Um, and then, you know, to, to that same point, there are some days, man, where like, it's hard for me to find someone to communicate with that understands. So a lot of times I'll just sit quietly and sit in silence. And you know me, I love to talk, but like, there was a long stretch of that day where I just was just, just sitting and like, I didn't know what to say or how to say it. But man, once we got talking, it, it, it really helped. So I, I definitely agree with everything you just said. Yeah. I just remember when, when all of a sudden we started getting into it and when you reached out and we start talking and then I almost took a left-hand turn of, did you watch the news? And you went, no, no, <laughs> no. I can't. No, not now. And that's kind of when I heard it in your voice, you're like, I'm at, I'm at a point now where I, just, I can't, no more negative. Yeah. Uh, no, because you, you can't like, man, I think I think that um, there's so much information and like I used to teach this to the kids when, you know, I was a youth pastor in the youth group. And I was like, man, like what you guys look at with your eyes and hear with your ears goes into your soul. Um, like it, it impacts you. Like I was telling somebody, you know, it, this is crazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with that because I. I the music I used to listen to would influence my workout or it influenced my mood. And, and um, I think a lot of the media stuff right now, again, we're going to keep it happy. We're not going to go divulge into the pit of media yeah. pointing you to anger here and there. But I think the importance of understanding what you are feeding yourself. And by the way, this is not a call to say, ignore social change. This is not it. No, it's not our point. It's not, but you have to be careful. Like you have to feed, you have to feed your, you have to, just like you have to feed your body good food. You have to feed your mind good things. Yeah. You have to, you know, allow your, allow your body to absorb some things that make you happy, man. Like, you know, my, my, my daughter told me yesterday as I was sitting on the couch with her, she said, man, she says she was feeling sad. She says, daddy, I feel better. She says, you know why? I said, why baby? She says, because I'm sitting next to you. <laughs> you gotta let that stuff just really sink into your spirit and you have to allow that allow those things to really um be of service to you um and not drown yourself out with or just every wind of doctrine that is presented on the media because that stuff is yeah. designed to keep you in a, at a certain mental state yeah. so yeah I, I couldn't take it like so it's just it's been happy and then you know today it's chicken wing thursday so you know, um, I'm a, I'm a. Give Let's me give a shout out to the local establishment. Where's chicken wings being had? Where are it, chicken wings being? Probably Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay, it's, it's commercial local. That's all right. I'm definitely gonna have me some some chicken wings. Um, is that a thing? Is that a, is that a, a weekly thing for the for the Cook household? It depends on the week, but most of the time, yeah. Thursday the, is the wing day. At the end of the at the end of the work week. 
uh, the weekend. So whenever that starts right now in my district, uh, weekend yeah. start on Thursdays. So wing Thursday, baby. I, know, I like that. So, you I know, like you, you try to, you try to enjoy, you know, the pieces of life that, that you enjoy, but. Well, I mean, yeah. Like I was going to break that down. So like, again, like, I hate to say this podcast is narrow casted, but I'm going to narrow cast it uh, for guys right now, adult men in the sense that, you know, let's break down some steps and some of the things that you might need to do. Cause you know, we were joking around about keeping the body right, but now we're really focusing on keeping the mind right. Let's talk about some strategies that Jamal and Don uses to make sure our mind and our spirit is healthy. Right. So you you want you want to start you want to kick it off or do you want me to kick it off? sure I'll, I'll start uh, like I I try this is again some of this is just going to be kind of silly but like to get kind of in that I try to get up early and either do deep work and then a little bit of exercise or exercise and then a little deep work no matter what I try to get here at my new office before the rest of my team gets here and be left alone. Mm-hmm. And that sets me up to where a lot of my mental clear, heck, D- Daniel Pink even writes about it in his book, When. Right. But I, I do my most important things in the morning to keep my mind sharp. And then right. quite frankly, I fast. Uh, I try not to eat past 9 p.m. And mm-hmm. I try my best not to eat before or until after at least 9 a.m. So try to right. get in this 12 because my mind's a little clear. Mm-hmm. What about you? What's your morning routine? So my morning routine depends on where I'm at in life. Um, if I'm learning a new position, my days start, if I have, or not a new position, if I have a learning curve, if I have a steep learning curve, I start my days at 4 a.m. So that way I can oh, get I gotta get better than that. Thank on it. <laughs> that way I can get about anywhere between four to six hours of work before the day really starts for most people, right? depending upon who you are. Um, and then from there, I take like a, a mental break or just a break from the day. I, I, I'll go somewhere, whether it's in my office or wherever it is, and I'll detach because I, I just need a break. I'll, we have like a little room at my school. Yeah, It's like a little, you know, a little meditation room. I'll go in there and lay down and breathe for about 15, 20 minutes or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, with my eyes closed. Sometimes, you know, I get into a light sleep, but no more than 15, 20 minutes. I'll go have my uh, mid-morning cup of coffee um, to kind of pick me back up. And then from there, um, I will let the let the day, I'll try to assess what's actually happening in the day. And then I go try to build, uh, connect and go build relationships with people. So like, so like I'll call people or if there's people on my campus from doing walkthroughs or whatever the case is, like, like I'm trying to interact with people, 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 because I'm done with the technical work for at about three o'clock, three to four o'clock. Um, oh, I'm going to say around two thirty, I go take another 15 minutes and I just go breathe and just kind of detach from what's going on. And then I go back and then normally I have like bus duty or whatever, but I'm still trying to, you know, build connections with people. Um, and then from there, I'll go have my, my afternoon cup of coffee. Um, and then I will work for an additional two hours on thing, only on things that I can do when people are not present. 
or things that I can get done when people are not present. I'll do my nine people tasks then. And then from there, and then from there, I will, um, and then from there, I, I, I tone it down and then I go into daddy mode. Um, and I start, you know, I get home, I shower the kids, whatever I need to do. I'm in full daddy mode. I try to be present for my family. I put the phone away. Um, and then about nine o'clock, I'm, I'm laying down or trying or I'm laying down. I'm, I'm showered by then. And, you know, between nine and 11, I fall asleep. And then on my nine days or my non learning curve days, my days at, at my workplace in promptly as soon as the day is over. So as quickly as I can get out and I don't have a learning curve, my work is done and I'm ahead of my work. I leave and then I go be more. I just start daddy time two or three hours earlier. Yeah, I like that. No, I, I similar like Dan Pink talks about it in this book, but basically you've got peak trough and recovery. A lot of people, their peak is in the morning. And what you just described is you hit it hard at 4 a.m. The trough is when you have to give yourself some mental time. And quite frankly, he even said like, this is the time where if you have just meaning like menial tasks, like really like answering emails, doing the really, it doesn't take a lot of thought. You should do that around lunchtime because you're like the skating rhythms are low and you're just, (laughs) the lights are on, but you're not home. Yeah. Uh, You know, in Spain, you know, uh, famously that's that siesta time. And, you know, that trough is that, you know, that you're not quite there. And then recovery is you're, you're back to being alert. And I consider that a lot of times, um, what I'm trying to do is that peak trough recovery peak is my mornings. I'm going to try to start doing the 4:30 AM thing, man. Ever since Ava, you know, graduated from high school and the high school swim team isn't a part of my daily routine, man, that's been a struggle, but peak my morning, all of a sudden I like, I, I get my most intellectual tasks out of the way. My trough, I'm answering the emails that I have to answer. I'm looking over some budgets, although sometimes I need to give that more of a peak. But trough is also, let's walk down uh, to get lunch. Let's walk. Like Hunter and I today, just brainstorm. We walked around. And then recovery, recovery a lot of times to get myself out of trough. I'm hoping that I try to end my day around 4.30, maybe 5 Mm o'clock. I go to the gym and I get out of a trough through working out. And then that recovery... Mm-hmm. that recovery hopefully is I can, if there's any more things that I can do uh, with the, with the foundation, I do it then, but mostly my recovery, I try to revolve around the wife and kids. Uh, yeah. They deserve my, cause that's the only thing that I didn't want to ever do is be the dad who is mm-hmm. so mentally drained from the day you get right. home and you're like, leave me alone or right. they get home and you watch TV. Uh, I'm doing my best to make sure my recovery is family time. Right. So I have an interesting perspective on like, you know, self-maintenance. So like, I, like I, I definitely just talked about how I, how I work during the week. So like I, I sat down one day and I was like, so they ask us to work 40 hours a week. Right. Um, during the weekdays and then the weekend you have 48 hours every weekend. Right. Typically a little bit more just depends on when you start your weekend. Right. So what I've what I've done essentially is, um, you know, the weekend starts and on those weekend days, the during during the um, during the heavy school year, Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning are 
are days where I try to do all of my self maintenance, where I, whether I work out, um, you know, get my get a majority of my reading done. I try to read every every day, but I get a majority of my reading done in chunks in the morning there. So I still wake up, but like I take care of Jamal, and then uh, a majority of those days I'm just present with my family because I try to give them those. 40 hours within that and I'll take eight for myself. That's a good plan. I like that. I, 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 uh, (laughs) my uh, oldest, she got, um, gosh, was it James clear atomic habits? She had a daily planner that uh, James Clare had kind of laid out. And, you know, there's a lot of daily planners out there. But I, I have always admired uh, the fact that swimmers especially are so routine driven. You know, you, you like practice doesn't you don't get to the pool at 430. Your your hands and then your head diving into the pool are at 430. And it's always disciplined. And so I've, I've watched her now that swimming is over try to keep to that plan and routine uh and, and yeah it can become obsessive and yeah you can get into your team too much but that is something I'm, I'm as i'm listening to you and as i'm like observing ava I'm like okay all right all right all right start start setting that alarm clock um because man some of the hardest things to do well i i really do think that sometimes the hardest thing to do is not press snooze <laughs> it feels so good but when you're when your life is in balance and you are literally scheduling time for you to have mental clarity, I think you're making your family better, your friendships are stronger, you just feel better. Instead, we we scarf down. I think this is my last point. I'm trying to eat, not trying, I do a pretty good job. I eat healthy. And when you kind of figure out your diet and what you need, and I've I've sent I had some people swear by food allergy tests and really see what your body does or doesn't react to when your food is right when your spirit is right your mood follows right and your relationships follow right right the the more the more the more healthy you are in in your body so like we we even talked about that and you talk about some of my weight loss and i just told you i just eat less of what i really like and like that, like that's the hardest lift sometimes is the, the lift from the, the fork or the plate to your mouth. Right. Yeah. And it's just, um, you know, eating more vegetables and like everything, everything becomes uh, succinct when we, when we, I said, I don't believe that there's a perfect balance that a person can do because the truth is like, you can't say that you want balance in your life and you work eight hours a day. Like your day would be divided in perfect portions. And I would only do this for four hours and I don't think about this and I go do this. And But like, we don't live our lives like that. But like that balance, I think that we that we desire is like kind of like what you were referring to. Like, is our is our blood flowing in our bodies the way that we would, would want it to? Are our relationships flowing the way that they want, the, the way that we want them to? And are we getting enough sleep? Are we, are we are we are we able to sleep because we're not stressing about the most basic things throughout the day? Yep. Where's live by? I uh, yeah. Hope the this podcast has brought you some insight, whether you're a man or a woman, child or adult. Um, but yeah, our, our kind of our focus. I, I I do. I think men, especially adult men, uh, don't take the time to think about their own 
health. Uh, right. We we go about our day and we t- we we are so focused on tasks, and now we have a lot of other things going on in the world that are are concerning to us, and stress levels build up and build up and build up. And who suffers? Everybody. Right. Not only do you suffer, but like you know, your daughter sit in your lap, and she could feel feel it the <laughs> the comfort and joy because right. you were ready to be there. You were ready to receive. Right her being and, right. and I think that's so important so 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 important so right. I, I love hearing that all right but yeah man it's, it's it's one day at a time one step at a time if you're listening to this remember the turtle wins the race don't be weary and well doing for in due season you shall reap if you faint not take the time to do the things that matter the most I'm gonna wrap it up from there matter of fact take us out well, this is Jamal Crook with Don Wet Trick reminding you that opportunities are everywhere. Peace.